This is Boss Ladies. It's me, Olivia, and I am here today to talk to you all about how and why I started Boss Ladies. The story seems to be a story that resonates with a lot of people, and actually that's how I get a lot of my guests to invest time in being on the show is that they hear the story and they're like, wow, that's incredible. I think it's amazing that you're building this podcast for women to support other women, to share their stories and to really help, you know, the next generation of boss ladies grow. So I figured why not share it with all of you since it seems to resonate with so many people that I do share it with. So let's take me back to first job out of college. I was really struggling to find a job. Um, I had stayed at the school I went to. I went to Cornell University and I had stayed there for an extra year to get my master's. And through the master's program, I figured out that I wanted to be a product manager and I wanted to work in tech. And I thought that the first step to getting there was going to be taking a role in user experience research, which I was super passionate about. I was working in a lab and I kind of was like, this is my thing and that's going to evolve into my next thing and that's going to be my career. Don't get me wrong. It took me a long time to figure that out. I think part of the reason I stayed an extra year at school was that I didn't know what I wanted to do. So anyone who's listening and doesn't know what they want to do yet, that's totally fine. And I think that I've been lucky to figure out what I want to do and know that this is what I enjoy doing. But that can happen at any point in your life and in your career. I actually think in my episode with Pearl Callings, I think she talks a little bit about why I'm the lucky one for knowing what I want to do and how normal it is to not know what you want to do. So I just do want to call that out. But through grad school, I'd kind of figured out that I knew that I wanted to work in tech and I knew I wanted to be a product manager. Tricky thing is, it's really hard to find a junior role in tech. And if you were able to do that right off the bat, congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment. Don't take that lightly because I was really struggling with that. And so I ended up, my brother, my older brother gave me some advice. He was like, look, find a company that you're passionate about, you're interested in their mission and get your foot in the door. Take whichever job you think you have the skill set for and you know might have a chance of getting hired for, start there. And then once your foot's in the door, you will figure it out. In hindsight, I don't know if I recommend that path for everyone as it was very challenging um, to move into a different department at a company and to get buy-in. And you know maybe I'll talk about that in a different episode. But for now, I can say that it was definitely a challenging path in a lot of ways. So I ended up taking a role as a recruiting coordinator Honestly, it was great. Like, it was really fun. I met a lot of incredible and smart and talented people. And I was really lucky that I was a recruiting coordinator for tech recruiting. So it was very specific to tech, which meant that I was working very closely with the engineering team. And the benefit of that was that, you know, I ended up having a reason to chat with them. And in college, I feel like we all learn, or I was a communication major. So I definitely learned in my oral comm class that you know, the the value of an elevator pitch. And I kid you not, the story of my transition into a product management role begins with an elevator pitch. So uh, I was in the elevator and I was talking to one of the engineers. I think he was a bit more senior. I think he figured out that I had gone to Cornell and he was like, oh, I know someone who was in the HR school. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. I actually didn't study HR despite the fact that, you know, I'm in recruiting. Um, I actually am interested in tech and that sort of more aligns with my background because, you know, my master's program was in information science and in that you have to pick a focus area and mine was, you know, user experience. So 
I felt more connected to tech. Anyway, once I said that, he was like, wait, why aren't you on our team? And I was like, great question. And at the end of the elevator ride, you know, I had told him what I'd studied and everything. And he was like, oh, I know someone that on the tech side that I should introduce you to that would love to talk to you and would love to hear this story and, you know, get to know you. And that's literally how it started. I I should find the email. It would be funny to show. Um, But it was literally like, heard you're interested in UX, like let's connect. And it was the head of design at the time. And, you know, we chatted and through chatting with him, he started bringing me into some interesting projects, but obviously I had to make sure I was getting my normal day-to-day nine-to-five responsibilities done. So I basically just spent like seven or eight or nine months like convincing them that they didn't know they needed me on the tech team. And eventually through some introductions and, you know, I still had to interview and stuff, they created a role as a product manager for me, which was beyond my wildest dreams, right? I thought that I was going to have to, you know, start in a user experience related role and then work my way into product management. I didn't think I could get Get that right off the bat. So I was like over the moon about this. But when I started, it, it was really a challenge to get the engineers that I had just been scheduling interviews for to respect me in terms of, you know, creating the roadmap and figuring out what features we were going to build and everything that comes with the role of product manager. And specifically, I think the tech lead I was working with at the time was, you know, a challenging person to work with. He often would, you know, validate the things that I said with my boss, which I always found really frustrating, or he wouldn't trust me or trust my judgment. He would question me on a lot of things. He would talk over, talk down to me, and it got more and more frustrating. And, you know, I had talked to managers about it and people and, you know, no one seemed to really give me what I needed until... I ended up speaking with Jen Hensley, who is the first guest on Boss Ladies. She was also the first live guest that I did um, not too long ago. So shout out Jen. She's incredible. And she definitely helped inspire me starting Boss Ladies. So anyway, I was talking to Jen and I needed some career advice on how to handle this entire situation because, you know, I wanted to get gain respect and, you know, I wanted them to like value me and and I wanted to be a really strong product manager, but that wasn't really happening with the setup of the team. And I was just increasingly more and more frustrated. So anyway, I remember feeling guilty because her advice was so helpful and so profound. I was like, I can't be the only one that hears this. Like there have to be so many more women in my situation, starting out their careers, trying to get respect, trying to find their voice, trying to be the future leaders for our country, for our world, right? And they need these tips and tricks to get to executive positions faster, right? Let's talk to the women who have figured it out, who have shattered the glass ceiling, and let's let's follow their strategies and their steps and their advice. So, you know, that's kind of how it started. I went home and I was like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. I know nothing about podcasting. So that shows you the power of um, Google searches. I went back to Jen and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. It's going to be called Boss Ladies. And I'd love you to be the first guest. Um, And thankfully she was totally on board with that. And yeah, we recorded, you know, it almost didn't happen. Like she was super, super busy, I remember. And then I kind of dropped the ball because I was like, am I really going to do this thing? Like, is this actually going to happen? And then all of a sudden she was like, are you free Thursday or something? And I was like, I mean, 
I guess so. Yeah, this is like, this is happening. And we sat there. I had a random mic. I really like singing. No one has to know that about me. But now the entire world that listens to this podcast knows this about me. Um, and I, so I had a mic that, you know, one of my, my dad had gotten me for Christmas so I could practice my singing. It's fine. And yeah, I came in, I put the mic between us, you know, that first episode, I hope you all go listen to it. Cause it will obviously forever be, you know, one of my favorite episodes in that it was Jen and it was, you know, the first one and we were figuring it out. But from an interviewer perspective, I had no idea what I was doing. Like you'll hear a million ums and hmms. And I was just like, Oh, am I supposed to like show that I'm actively listening and all this stuff? But um, once you actually research how to do an interview and you start to do it more, you learn pretty quickly that you do not need to uh, sh- vocally insert yourself to say that you are actively listening every five seconds. So anyway, that started the pod. It has been so much fun. I've met so many amazing boss ladies and the story seems to resonate with a lot of people. And I hope people you know, reach out to us. Like when I get an Instagram DM that's talks about how much this podcast has helped someone, there is nothing that makes me happier. Or like people who I work with talk about it. Like any listeners, when you give the positive feedbacks or ratings and reviews, you know, please rate and review this on Apple. It's the most rewarding feeling ever because the goal is really to have this podcast help you know, help you all develop in your careers and help you know that you're not alone facing a lot of these challenges and that there are a lot of really, really successful women who have dealt with these challenges before us. And there will be women, unfortunately, that have to deal with these challenges after us. And the best we can do is share the information and the knowledge and the advice and hope that it helps elevate everyone to the next level, whatever level you're starting at when you find the podcast. So that's my story. This podcast has truly helped me find my voice. It has truly helped me figure out navigating conversations around advocating for yourself, whether it's, you know, for a raise or a promotion. Like there are things that I now think about, um, that I've learned on the podcast or, you know, Mitzi Ray's episode talking about navigating negotiations and business negotiations and personal negotiations. Like I think about that or Dr. Susan Fleming talking about why gender bias is a human issue and not just a women's issue. I think about that. So, you know, I hope this podcast helps you all in your careers as much as it's helped me with my career. And, you know, us boss ladies, we have to stick together and unite and help each other. And if you ever have any questions or there are certain challenges that you're facing in your career, please send an email or DM us on Instagram at boss ladies podcast or TikTok at boss ladies podcast, or go on our website and submit, you know, there's a form on there. Please let us know what we can do to help. And like I said, any feedback you have, because This podcast is for you, whoever you are that's listening. And whether you're a male ally, whether you're young in your career, whether you're at a different, like higher up level in your career, whether you've been at the industry in a while for a while, but you feel like you've kind of plateaued, like this podcast is really for you. So let us know what we can do to help. And thanks for listening to my story. Um, this was actually really fun to tell and, you know, I'm excited. It, it, it helped me so much and I hope that it will help all of you. And I hope you understand sort of the mission and the value behind why I started boss ladies. So Thank you very much. And with that, I will say goodbye. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Boss Ladies. Check back next week for a new episode. Visit us at www.bossladiespodcast.com for more information about the show or follow us at Boss Ladies Podcast on Instagram. Rate, like, and follow the show on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Mm-hmm.